Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Chronicles of Nadia. Um, I'm super excited about this week's topic and I thought I would um, share a little bit of my personal experiences. So one of my listeners um, and followers, she actually suggested that I chat about, you know, sort of the workplace environment and certain discriminations that can happen in in the workplace environment. Uh, And I really thought that I do have so much personal experience with having experienced gender-based discrimination within the workplace over the years that it would be quite an interesting topic to discuss for females and males alike you know to learn something and to actually uncover why you know this is still happening in a modern day society where you think those sorts of things would have already disappeared many years ago and they most certainly have not so yeah just uh sit back relax grab a coffee or a glass of wine and let's dive right in So I think I need to start off by giving some of my own personal experiences and sort of just things that I've noticed over the years when it comes to, you know, professional lives of people. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it even goes into, into you know, personal lives as, as well. Um, I've only ever worked in one environment, which I'm quite lucky to say that I've never job, job hopped to some extent. Um, and over the years, I just saw certain patterns being created and um, or certain patterns being played out in the workplace. And one of those things that I fa- found super offensive was that someone that was in my same position as me, um, but he was a male, would get treated totally differently. Um and it was it was a respect thing because there was there's this, there's this innate or subconscious or I don't know what it is but there's this inherent respect for a guy over a girl, and I know that you know in the past and in history and stuff, you know women were women were the 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 ones in the kitchen and women were the ones obeying the husbands and you know so I know there's a history of that but seeing that in the twenty first century is is like crazy to me um you know and and to sit in a meeting for example this is just another very clear example sitting in a meeting you know being the only female and being totally disregarded for what I am saying and what my contribution is also noticing so many times where the woman would make suggestions or contributions or um you know throw out ideas in the workplace and it would be totally disregarded and would to- be totally shut down and nobody would listen and you know like a few not even a week later like a few days later a male would come in and have the same suggestion or the same idea and put forth the same presentation and proposal and everybody's wowed by it and thinks it's freaking fantastic um, so those are the sorts of things that I'm talking about when I say that there's like this, you know, gender discrimination. And I also find that there's like this age discrimination amongst women or, you know, with women amongst people in the workplace, which is so crazy because I'll take, for example, um, my brother in the workplace, he's four years younger than myself, but he has this like sense of authority. He's got the sense of people respecting him. Um, whereas, 
we don't and i don't know if it is coming from our side if it's coming from how we are treated or if it's a combination of the two where you then just are so confused as to where you stand how to act appropriately how to be respectful without coming across as bitchy um and it puts you in a really tough position because you know a guy coming in to the workplace with an authoritative um, manner and with an assertive way about it he gets labeled as you know really headstrong he gets labeled as a potential leader a woman coming in with the exact same attitude and especially a young female coming in with the exact same attitude gets labeled as bitchy gets labeled as she doesn't know her place gets labeled as um you know, all sorts of negative connotations. And that then makes it so much more difficult for yourself to then stand your ground. And another thing that I found was the worst experience of it all was where the older females would tend to agree with the, the males. Um, you know, they would side with the, the, the this whole gender discrimination thing without even realizing it. And that's so sad because, you know, when you do speak to them, these women, they themselves have, you know been in that workplace in the face of adversity and had to grow for themselves and had to deal with all those tough things that happened to them and the, the discrimination that happens against them but when it comes to them saying that the young girl who's now standing her her own and trying to make a name for herself is bitchy and she needs to like you know get back in her lane um then they're just fueling the fire um this is not even talking about sexual uh, sexual assault and um you know, all of those things within the workplace. This is just talking about, you know, treatment from a professional perspective. When it comes to, you know, sexual abuse and, um, you know, harassment in the workplace, it happens all the time. And women just need to kind of just like ignore it because if they say something, it gets um, misconstrued as them being weak. It gets mis misconstrued as them, you know, um, stirring the pot, causing shit. Um, looking for trouble um, so yeah the corporate world that is still today quite male dominated or at least where I come from and the environment that I was in it's such a toughie it's such a hectic one to navigate and it's so sad to see that we're still dealing with it so anyway those are just some of my personal experiences and what I have found happen over the years and I thought it would be interesting to see why this is happening what this means and how we can move forward from them So I actually found a really interesting article that actually confirms so many of the things that I was just explaining about my per personal experiences. And it explains that there are these subtle ways that women are being discriminated against in the workplace. And it's this blatant sexism that happens um, that almost goes under undercover and it almost gets put under the carpet, you know, but everybody knows it's happening and everybody has or, or, or all females have had this experience of, of these things happening and nobody ever does or says anything about it. So I'm going to go through them with you and um, obviously you can, uh, you'll see where you can relate to them and maybe the males listening to this can see where you guys are maybe doing these things without even realizing it. Um, so the first one is exactly what I was talking about with the whole proposal thing and the suggestion thing. And it's literally where 
a woman would come forward with a suggestion or a proposal and it goes either unnoticed or it gets, gets blatantly disregarded. And then the same idea comes forth with, from a male and it might get rephrased slightly or he comes in with a little bit more confidence and everybody thinks that the idea is 100% fantastic. Um, you know, it, it's important then to, I think, in the workplace or what at least they're saying here is making notes of it and actually... You know, once you notice that something like that is happening is, is going to the superior and saying, you know, listen, I kind of did say that and, you know, a week ago and it was disregarded and now this is happening and I just want to bring it to your attention. It's, it's all about kind of, you know, amplifying the voices of the people that it's happening to. Then the second one that happens um, is quote, no, quote unquote, because you're a woman. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to then say when certain things happen or go wrong, or there are, um, you know, disagreements or uncertainties, um, to blame gender for the reason that it's happening and to blame your biology for the reason that's happening. And it's highly offensive, um, you know, that because you're a woman, <laughs> certain things are happening or when you get upset about something that's going on and you don't agree with it and it's like, oh, but she's a woman. So, you know, just ignore her. She's probably on her period. Um, you know, that th those sort of sexist slurs are, are, are not right. Then the, um, the third thing is no offense. Don't take, take me wrong. Um, where people are so quick to, you know, say something super offensive but follow it up with or you know say first like oh don't don't take this the wrong way but you know you look really cute today or you know something super you know offensive and sexist and you know just because you're a woman now it's supposed to be okay imagine we went to guys and said don't take this the wrong way but you're a little bit sensitive or don't take this the wrong way but your butt looks cute in those pants or or something like that you know um, happens all the time. Um, then it's the, 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 the next one is this whole motherly role within the office, especially in a male dominated environment. Now, all of a sudden, the few females in the office or the women in the office are now sort of labeled as the mothers of the office and they need to take care of the men and they need to make sure that the men are all in line. And, you know, it's, it, it takes this like, role of a woman where she's not in her traditional environment or this traditional environment that we've been placed into and she's now now labeled as this traditional thing and it's 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 actually offensive because she's not by any means the mother of any of those guys in the office but she gets labeled as it and she gets put at doing the tasks for men as 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 a mother the next one is um the sweet names and that's when guys belittle women by saying honey sweetie um babe um you know it's 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 um it might go so unnoticed as a guy who does it but when a woman is hearing it it immediately makes you feel that you're not as equal as the person that is calling you that you know when you call somebody honey and sweetie um, that you know don't personally know and have a personal relationship with it makes you sound like you're the child of that person or you're the inferior of that person and guys do it all the time and think 
you know, think it's just, it, 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 it is a dominance thing, um, you know, because guys have what they don't like to admit. Most guys have massively fragile egos because the divine female and the female spirit is a lot stronger than the male spirit in a lot of senses. You know, we have endured a lot more hardships when it comes to a gender-based thing. And, you know, so guys are inherently threatened by women. So this whole thing of calling them honey, baby, sweetie, is just another way for a guy to make themselves feel better. The next thing is, is the mansplaining. And it's when a guy thinks and assumes that they have to explain things to a woman in a different way because he assumes that that woman doesn't understand it. And the article makes a really good suggestion and it says that the woman must just clarify and say, quote unquote, I wonder if you assume that I'm aware, unaware of this subject, um, if I need your help and if I don't understand it, I will definitely come and ask you. But it's this thing of, you know, men assuming that because women are who they, they are, they don't understand quite as well, especially in a male dominated industry, um, especially let's, let's take, for example, something like engineering or man might say, oh, you know, sweetie, <laughs> let me explain to you how this is going to go down. And it's like, but why are you assuming that I don't know how it's going to go down? The next one is interruptions by men. So men, um, as I said before, with these fragile egos that they have and this point to prove that they're these strong individual people, um, will talk over women constantly. And because by, by nature, men are louder, they are you know, more boisterous, they, you know, their voices are deeper, they get heard a lot easier. So they speak and, and then they speak over people all the time. When it comes to then speaking over a woman, it's just this thing and it's another power play to, um, you know, get people, you know, to get themselves positioned in a place and to belittle the female. Another, another thing that they discuss in the article is how, you know, men, when they have all their buddies within a workplace, they love to have their banter and often the banter you know, revolves around a lot of sexist jokes. And if a female who's the minority within the workplace then, you know, sits in and amongst the conversation, she's just expected to ignore it or expected not to do anything. And that needs to stop. You know, it is so important for women in a place like, in a position like that, to voice that, you know, listen, like, that's not okay. You can't say what you're saying right now in front of me and think that that's okay. And then my last, the last one that I think is one of my like most, you know, hated, hated, hated qualities about this whole gender based discrimination. Um, and it is double standards. It's where so much flies for guys in the workplace and so little goes for women in the workplace. And that's again, when I spoke about my personal experiences, it's when a guy does something in a certain way, he gets you know, labeled as assertive and, you know, a leader and he's so confident and whatever it is. A woman does the exact same thing and she gets labeled as bossy and bitchy and she doesn't know her place and she's aggressive. And it's these double standards that are constantly, constantly played out. And, you know, it's not always the, 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 the fault of the, the man because they've learned it through so many years and so many generations of people doing that. I mean, in my own family, I've noticed that that 
that the men do that with the women and it's not that they're doing it purposefully it's that they just think that that is how it is you know it's it's almost like this subconscious behavior um, and it's absolutely crazy and it drives me nuts and I'm sure it drives a lot of women absolutely bonkers um, so yeah those are the th 10 things oh no there's one more thing um, and it's the the fear of sort of standing your ground and the fear of being assertive because you're too scared and this is coming from a woman's perspective you're too scared to get the backlash to receive the backlash in the environment and that then causes a lot of females in the workplace to retract to not actually get where they're supposed to be going in in their career because of fear of the reaction of people around them and i've experienced that there's a, a huge reason why a lot of stuff in my workplace with my career might not have happened because you can't step over those boundaries for fear of being you know bashed and I've had experiences where you try and break those boundaries and you get absolutely annihilated you get absolutely shredded to pieces um, you know that's why I've, one of the reasons that I left corporate I left that environment because it's just so not conducive to making me happy and it was so not conducive to me growing as a person. I think from, you know, seeing what my experiences were to seeing what the experiences were overall in the article just shows you that this stuff is happening and I don't think it's spoken about enough. I don't think that people are treating it seriously enough and I don't think men are aware of it enough as what they should be, you know, um, I think the environment just goes by its day-to-day -day thing without actually, you know, people being aware of the people and the things in the surroundings. And, you know, it's sad because women deserve to be in those positions and they can do as well or a better job than, you know, men can. And I think the beginning of understanding or the beginning of trying to cope with all of this is to realize that Men and women aren't the same and men and women are never going to be the same. Women and men will never see the things the same way, see perspectives in the same way, will never have the same answers to the same things. But that makes it so much better and that makes it so much more important to actually respect women in the way that they are and they think. And I get it. Yes, women are more emotional than men but sometimes that is way more valuable because men don't even pick up on emotional nuances and sometimes it stabs them in the back. So it's so important to, to you know, cultivate and to grow and to support men and women in the workplace. And I'm not saying this whole equal treatment needs to be there, but we need to treat the two genders accordingly. You know, I'm not saying... That if you are, you know, treating men a certain way in the workplace, you should need to treat a woman exactly the same. But what you mustn't do is treat her poorly. You can adapt and treat a woman the way that she should be treated in the workplace. And I know it gets difficult when you start talking about equal pay and stuff like that. Because a lot of it is quite controversial. Like, I do agree with the fact that how can you pay a woman an equal salary when she keeps out popping babies and you need to pay her full maternity leave every for three months, every two years. I get that and I understand that and I, 
understand why that is not the case and women have a lot more other responsibilities outside of the workplace that can distract from the workplace but again those are just traditional gender roles that have been put on her and are not affecting that so I get that there are things that make this topic super super complex and a little bit controversial because you know there are some of the things that happen in the workplace I do agree with you know I don't think that women that are choosing this life of having kids should be treated the same as the woman necessarily who's not choosing that but that's a topic for a different day And the psychology of why this is still happening and the reasons that after 2,000 years of recorded history and 20 years of artifact preserved history, you know, women were relegated as breeders and not leaders. And today, you know, even though technology and the economic advances have allowed women to, you know, have children and have a professional career, and, you know, that background still persists and that image still persists. And it so it goes back to just a really long time of things being one way. And now that it's changing, it's taking a really long way to unlearn that. And that's why I say again, it's not necessarily the fault of the male individual. It's the fault of the male species, so to speak. It's the fault of generations and generations of something going one way and them believing or them learning to believe that that was the norm now that norm is being broken and those walls are being broken down by women and trying to break through the glass ceiling and men are struggling to understand because they don't know why it's it's like that and they don't know how to cope with it better so in conclusion i think it's very important for women to you know learn some tools to not fall victim to those obvious signs of sexist behavior and gender inequality and I mean this is no this is no shocker but the most important part is to be very vocal about everything that you notice that might be discriminatory so you know, if somebody's making a remark, a sexist remark, or being dismissive, or saying something that is, you know, kind of condescending, it's super important to make that person aware of it, and to say something immediately. Um, I think the reason that so many males have gotten away, or gotten as far as they have gotten, is because they say what they want, and there are no repercussions, and nobody reprimands them for it so they go through life thinking everything is hunky-dory but it is not another good tool um, is to give them a little bit of their own medicine and I know this sounds like you're fueling fire with fire or you're just you know kind of stooping to that level but as soon as somebody starts calling a woman emotional hysterical um, you know out of line or whatever it is then you can use those phrases to that person that's doing it to you so if it's a gym then tell Jim like Jim you're being emotional um, and let's get back to the issue and let's let's keep to the facts so as soon as you call them out on it you know that entitlement and that ego starts um, diminishing because men who often call women emotional and hysterical are actually those things and um, I don't know if you've heard about 
you know, the whole thing of um, projecting and people who often project onto people, other, others, especially a man, male projecting onto a female, they're just actually talking about themselves. So throw it right back in their face. And then another thing is, is obviously in a workplace, you can't really confront your boss or tell them that they're being hysterical and emotional. But what you can do is, is if he's making a sexist comment about something, you can ask him back that you don't understand what he's trying to say about women and the certain situation and get your pen ready and, you know, write it down as though you're really serious about what he's saying because then he's going to start admitting that, oh, no, it's just a joke and, you know, that's out of line and he's going to then be the one that admits to or realizing that he's in the wrong. So, yeah, I think those are just a few quick tips and tools to you know deal with your boss or people at the workplace being sexist or discriminatory when they don't even realize it and um, you know the most important thing is to be vocal about it and to really voice your opinion back to what they're saying so that's it guys i thoroughly enjoyed making this one for you guys I know it's a little bit of a controversial topic especially for you know some of the guys that might be listening in but maybe things are happening around you that you might not be totally aware of and these tools that are you know go out there to help women and females deal with this better could be a tool to help males you know also be more aware of what's going on so I hope it helped I hope it was an interesting one I actually learned a lot from it and and um, you know gained a lot of perspective as to the the realities of it out there and that you know you're not alone in this and a lot of people are going through this at the same time and the more we stand together and the more we voice it and the more you know that you are worthy of being where you are the better so I'll see you guys next time have a good one bye